Welcome to the Sounds of Encouragement, the place for musicians and music teachers to find support and encouragement to help you stay motivated, creative, and moving forward in what you do best. I'm Melissa Slocum, your host and number one encourager. I currently live in the Atlanta, Georgia area and have my own thriving studio teaching piano to all ages in person and online. I also help other teachers use student goal-based learning and differentiated instruction to increase motivation in their students and increase retention rates in their studios. You can learn more at www.musiclessonpathways.com. Thank you for tuning in to Sounds of Encouragement. Don't forget to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes. Enjoy the following episode. Don't forget to keep listening at the end and be sure to check out all the links in the comments or show notes. As always, I'm here for you, so you can be there for those who need you the most. Reach out to me at soundofencouragement at gmail.com and let me know how I can better support and encourage you. Hey friends, welcome to Sounds of Encouragement. This is Melissa Slocum and welcome to season two of Sounds of Encouragement. I was overwhelmed by the love that I received over the summer while I was on hiatus with the podcast and just all the listens and downloads and all the great feedback and kind, kind referrals of the podcast by uh, people on Instagram, Facebook, and just all over the place, Uh, LinkedIn, all sorts of great people sharing the podcast. And how helpful and how meaningful it was for them. So if you are ready for season two, so am I. We have all new interviews lined up, great interviews for you with other musicians, music teachers, and all sorts of people that I think you're really going to enjoy. I also have some more tiny episodes coming your way, and you'll hear some other things as well this year and some new opportunities that we're not quite ready to announce yet. So Thanks again for tuning in. As always, don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And I would love it. I would just treasure your positive reviews wherever you can leave those reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts. Thanks, friends, for tuning in. And let's make it a great season. Hi, friends. Welcome to this episode of Sounds of Encouragement. In this episode, we're going to take a little bit of time to talk about the topic of entitlement entitlement. So a lot of us in the service industry have seen entitlement rear its ugly head in the summer of 2021 in new and pretty extreme ways. I take my uh, family to uh, summer home up on Lake Michigan for the summers lately. And uh, some of us get jobs and we work in service industry. So retail, restaurants, hotels, things like that, hospitality. And we saw this summer entitlement in a big way. And we weren't the only ones. We talked to a lot of different business owners and a lot of different uh, stores and restaurants and hotels and other service professionals up there. And Wow, wow. Entitlement was huge this summer. And now that I'm back home in the Atlanta, Georgia area for, you know, school and work and everything else, I am also seeing and hearing a lot of my colleagues in the service profession or service industries also saying, wow, is anybody seeing this? All these rude people, all these, um, you know, 
all these people being so impatient and so just rude and bullyish. And I'm saying, yeah, yeah, we're, we're all seeing it. We're all feeling it. So let's talk a little bit about entitlement. Uh, what we saw this summer in a tourist area, and you expect some of this in a tourist area, which is, you know, full of all sorts of restaurants and shops and hotels and things to do inside, outside, all sorts of places, galleries, things like that. You expect some amount of entitlement behavior because tourist places tend to draw money and that's fine. But we saw entitlement behavior from people who probably already had that mindset and then that mentality before lockdowns and before COVID. We saw it in a more extreme way. And so the rudeness was even more rude. The impatience was even more impatient. People's tempers were on an even shorter trigger and they flamed higher. People uh, who might have been prone to tip like 5 or 10% didn't tip at all. People who maybe would have complained about one thing complained all the time. People who, you know, might have tried to elbow their way, you know, through a store or kind of, you know, move and navigate in a certain way um, and make themselves a little bigger than they are. Now we're just plain rude and like bulls in China shops. It was un real, unreal. And and no apologies, just that sense of entitlement. And the behaviors were more extreme than ever. The other thing we noticed, as we were comparing notes this summer with one another, whether we were, you know, business owners, or whether we were employees, is that people who didn't have that sense of entitlement beforehand, some of them came out of lockdown and we think forgot how to behave out in public, right? And so they were seeing all of this behavior and we think that they were sort of adopting it or trying it on for size to see how it would work for them. And wow, there was so much more of the entitlement behavior. And then those who had it, that mentality, I think going in um, before COVID and before lockdowns, when they came out, it was even more huge and even more rude and even more awful and ugly. Just wow. The entitlement behaviors, you know, we've all dealt with them. If we're in a service industry, if you're a service industry professional of any kind, and you have dealt with clients or customers of any kind, you know how to deal. But this summer was unusual. And now that I'm back, like I said, I'm seeing it and I'm not the only one. A lot of my colleagues and friends are mentioning it and asking questions and seeing it and asking how do they deal with it. So we want to talk a little bit today about dealing with entitlement behaviors, especially when they're a little bit maybe on the extreme end. First of all, I want you to say, don't be afraid to uh, basically tell people like it is and don't be afraid to rely on outside resources if you have to. If bullying behavior becomes extreme toward you or your employees, you have every right to call in some backup and reinforcement to deal with that. There is no excuse for uh, physical, verbal abuse, none whatsoever in a place of business. So just remember that if it gets extreme or if someone threatens you, uh, please do the right thing. Please say something and please reach out for support. All right, moving on. How can you battle entitlement from the get-go? Well, there are a few things that we can do as business owners and service industry professionals, I think, to stop that entitlement behavior in its tracks. Number one, communicate clear, positive, and effective boundaries and expectations from the get-go when it comes to your business. What do I mean? All of your signage, if you have a physical space for your business, your website, your social media presence, 
anything that communicates about your business should be communicated in clear, positive, effective ways that state your expectations and boundaries. Again, in positive ways. So think about the verbiage and the language you use. Think about the signage you have around your establishment. Think about the contracts that your clients might be uh, asked to sign or read. And think about framing them in positive, clear ways. You may have to edit things down and take out, you know, a bunch of negative legalese or whatever. But communicating in very clear, positive, effective ways that outline your expectations is the first step toward preventing or dealing with entitlement behaviors in the first place. Number two, call out the good behaviors that you want to see and name those behaviors out loud, especially in front of other people. So here's what we do. Instead of calling out the negative things that people are doing and paying attention to all the awful trashy things that we're seeing, we call out the good behaviors, we call out the clients that are being patient, that are being kind, that are being flexible, that are uh, displaying a great sense of humor, that are just, you know, letting it flow, <laughs> letting you do your job in the most effective way possible. And so we call out by saying, hey, thank you so much for being patient. We recognize the customers or the clients by calling them out, whether it's on your social media, whether it's in your retail space or your restaurant or your establishment or in your uh, studio, we call out the good behaviors that we are seeing. Hey, thank you for being so focused on what we're doing here so that we can get this done in the most efficient way possible. Hey, thanks for having all your stuff done and all your paperwork ready to go and ready to turn in. Hey, thanks for signing that document and dating it properly. Hey, I so appreciate your business and I appreciate your patience. And as soon as I'm done with this other client, I will be right with you and happy to answer all your questions. Anything that you can do to call out patience, kindness, flexibility, sense of humor, anything, call it out and make sure that people understand through your communication what you value and how you're going to recognize what you value. And don't be afraid to do that in front of other people or in your social media or any of your other communication in your business. It's a great way, by the way, to tell stories in social. Number three, start with a positive or a compliment with a client and try to put them at ease before there's ever a sign of any type of entitlement or any other type of behavior. When people come into your establishment or people interact with you for the first time, our job as service industry professionals is to put them at ease and to start with something positive. Start with a compliment. If that person walks into your establishment, your place of business, why not try something like, wow, that shirt really brings out the color in your eyes. Or isn't it a beautiful day and you look like you are just in a great mood today? So glad you're here. Or thanks for joining us. You know, your sunny disposition just lights up the room. Try starting with a compliment. Put people at ease. Make them feel wonderful, valued, important. Because for your business, they are. So nip those behaviors in the bud by starting with a positive. And at least that will help set the tone for what else happens. When you call out those positives, when you start with compliments, 
when you set the tone and when you set the expectations right away, clearly and effectively, it tends to help bring entitlement behaviors down to a more manageable level. Now, there are some people that's not going to work with, and that's okay. That's why you have reinforcements. <laughs> you have other employees, you have, you know, other other structures in place to help you with that. Or, you know, if worst case, you call in for backup and you, you call whoever you need to call for that. Because there is no excuse for any kind of abuse of business owners in any way, shape or form. The last thing that we all need to do, friends, is to check our own entitlement, check our own entitlement behaviors. We all do it. We all do. I do. We all act entitled at some point. But I learned something this summer. You know, I, I came back home and I was catching up on podcast episodes and I happened to tune in to Brene Brown's podcast, Unlocking Us, because she was doing this series this summer on her book, The Gifts of Imperfection. So by the way, if you don't have that book, it's a great little read, Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. In episode two or part two of six in this series of Unlocking Us this summer, she talked a little bit about entitlement. And guess what? Oh, it hit me right between the eyes. Oh, you guys, we have work to do. Here's what Brene Brown had to say. Quote, you are standing in the exact same place when you're thinking you're better than anyone or worse than everyone. There is no long walk there. You are standing still in the same amount of pain when you are not setting boundaries as when you are judging and shaming people with boundaries. There's no difference there. Neither one of those is authentic. The long walk is from that space to non-judgment around ourselves and other people. End quote. Ah, there's no difference between judging and shaming people who are setting boundaries and thinking that we're not worthy of boundaries and that we have, that we're comparing ourselves and that we're worse than everyone else. It's the same place of pain. I've done that. We've all done that. I've, I've looked at the social posts. I've been on the internet. I've judged people for, well, who do they think they are, right? And other people have done it to me. And I've also looked at other, you know, again, social media and, and things on the internet. And wow, I could never compare to them. And wow, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know anything. And I don't deserve, you know, anything. And, and so, so many of these people are so much better than I am. It's the same place, friends. It's the same place. Hmm. So we have some work to do around entitlement, and we need to check our own sense of entitlement wherever that is for us and whatever that means for us. So I'm going to be doing my work in that area and working on not judging and shaming people who have boundaries working on letting go of the people who judge and shame me for me setting my own boundaries and also working on my own judgment of myself. So when we're dealing with entitlement, check your own. Communicate clear, positive, and effective boundaries, policies, expectations, call out good behaviors, start with positives and compliments, put people at ease. And you know what the antidote to entitlement is? The antidote to entitlement is authentic human connection. 
I'm going to say that again. The antidote to entitlement is authentic human connection. So that's what we do here at Sounds of Encouragement. That's what I do. And that's what we're going to keep doing the rest of season two and here forward. Authentic connection. And in that light, I'm here for you so that you can be there for the people who need you the most. So if there's anything that you need, reach out to me at soundofencouragement at gmail.com. I'm here for you. Authentically. Non-judging. <laughs> we're, we're in it together. All right, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sounds of Encouragement. Thank you again for the positive reviews, the great referrals. And uh, just keep listening. Keep tuning in on all those platforms. And uh, just thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for making this a really awesome experience. Take care until next time. Sounds of Encouragement is hosted, edited, and produced by Melissa Slocum. Music composed by Melissa Slocum and Steve Tressler. Music produced by Steve Tressler. For questions about the show or to get involved or be a guest, email soundofencouragement at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and leave those positive reviews wherever you get your podcasts. Special thanks to Steve Tressler and Christina Libriori, who encouraged me to do this. If you have found value in these episodes, please let me know through the comments, reviews, or via email. And if I can do anything to support or encourage you, please reach out and let me know. Thanks for listening.